Welcome to the Industry Insider, brought to you by Promo Corner. Each week, promotional product professionals Meg Erber, Jeff Franklin, and Stephen McFadden, along with special guests, will discuss industry news, trends, and events with a focus on educating the promotional products industry. The Industry Insider, the nerdy news you need to know. Yes, welcome to yet another episode of the Industry Insider, your promotional products podcast where you can get all the nerdy news you need to know about. My name is Jeff Franklin, National Accounts Manager with Headwear USA. I'm joined today by three other lovely folks, but of course, before we get to them, we got to tell you about our fine sponsors sponsors today, good friends over at TechWeld. Look, when you're thinking about promotional items, stellar customer service, made in the USA products and business solutions, you got to think TechWeld. They're an award-winning promotional product supplier, having received the Distributor Choice Award in the sunglass category and the Sagney Supplier of the Year Award. You got to check them out at techweld.com and find the customer service that you deserve and the promotional products you need. Think TechWeld. Hand sanitizers. Due to coronavirus variants, uh, it's something that's still trending worldwide. The CDC recommends sanitizing and washing your hands to help prevent the spread of the disease. They're having many, they've got many sanitizer SKUs that can help combat the spread of the virus. And look, we're into that season now. It's cold season, flu season, all that good stuff. So whether it's uh, coronavirus or whatever, it's always good to have some hand sanitizer. They got a lot of FDA compliant products as well. Uh, in, a, in a time of uncertainty, knowledge that a product is FDA compliant is key in allowing a customer to feel at ease when placing the order. So remember to think TechWeld for your promotional product needs. They're the leading supplier of promotional products with a huge inventory of Made in the USA items available to help distributors grow the bottom line today. Visit TechWeld.com. That's T-E-K-W-E-L-D.com. And check out their drinkware, sanitizer, kit options, and much, much more. I always say hey to Stephen McFadden. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing well. We are uh, uh, geez, a week away-ish from our move, so life's a little crazy. So, yeah, but I'm here. We yep, com- <laughs> coming up on Thanksgiving. You're a week away from the move. We got yep. uh, all sorts of stuff on the horizon, man. All that sorts is of correct. Stuff. Been busy, but it's all good stuff. Very good. Meg Erber, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. My little one turned seven this week, and it's just you know yeah me. i'm i'm fast. not too far behind you with the little ones man it's uh, crazy my it, last one crazy. so it's like stop so she cuddled yeah. with me this morning though so that was really nice oh <laughs> so that doesn't stop after at least seven i mean my- <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Well, I want to wish a very special happy birthday to my wife, my better half. So happy birthday to you, baby. And uh, look, we're joined today by a very special guest, Nadav Raviv. Uh, Very excited to have you on. You've been on the list for a very long time to get you in here and, uh, you know, to to just talk everything about uh, Nadav. So look, it is customary for us to give our special guest a good three to four minutes to introduce yourself and maybe how you got started in the promotional products industry. Uh, So Nadav, take it away, man. I'm glad that you got in touch with my agent, um, you know, to get me on the show. And and I'm a fan favorite of TechWeld, so uh, shout out to them. They do a fantastic job. Uh, one of my favorite products from them is their screen cleaners. They they do a great job with those, real nice and thick. So those are those are um, some of my favorites, and they are a great wow. supplier supplier partner. So shout out to nice. them. Um, started in the industry, so uh, I was bartending, um, and uh, this is about six seven years ago. Uh, my mom knew that I wanted a, a real career. Uh, finally. <laughs> and um, a family friend's company uh, here in Birmingham was doing ad specialties, uh, promotional products. And when she told me how kind of snubbed her and said, 
I don't want to sell pins and koozies and cups. That sounds stupid. So um, I reluctantly took the meeting. And in fact, they weren't hiring at the time. Um, but my uh, my mentor and uh, new boss again, uh, Jeff Grapanda, who is uh, an industry rock star oh, as well, yeah. um, he uh, interviewed me and told me what what it really meant to sell promotional products and to be into the, the, the marketing uh, ad agency space. And um, I just, I, I listened to him and I, I was at the door went ready to walk out. And I turned back to them and I said, um, I lived about five blocks away from, from the office. I said, I've got 30 names written down that I can at least get a meeting if nothing else. They said, go get that list. So I went and got it. And, um, you know, I said, you can, you can have the list, you can see the list, but you can't have it. Um, and they were also a very retail, heavy, uh, retail packaging heavy company. Uh, that's exact. That's actually, they were probably 75, 25. And by the time I left, we were probably about 40, 60 uh, on, on the promo side, really because packaging world started to constrict. Um, but, but I mean, a bag with a logo on it is, is a promo product. Uh, we call it like a walking billboard, you know? Um, so I really, uh, being from the service industry, I, I really, started to, to uh, push myself towards um, the restaurant industry, the service industry, to go bags, cups, sunglasses, you know, stuff like that. So I found a couple of, you know, great accounts. And literally for three weeks after they hired me, I sat on LinkedIn and just click, 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 click. Anybody with HR, anybody with marketing, anybody with procurement, anybody with administrative assistant. Uh, and then obviously, you know, trying to go after uh, clients that I, felt more centric to my world. Like I said, you know, the service industry at the time, still bartending for about six months. And I actually had the same conversation earlier this morning with a young lady who were looking to hire as a account manager for me. Um, you know, I, I was bartending up until the point where I said, I'm losing money by being here bartending. And I was making a ton of money bartending. It was good and it was fun. Um, but, you know, you kind of get to that point where you're like, this is uh, this is where my life is heading. And, uh, you know, I, I guess really Jeff kind of instilled this love and passion for this industry. I kind of just got it. I kind of just understood what promo was and and how to utilize product and uh, go to market with it and um, display it and, and explain it to our clients so that and not clients. I call them partners. Nobody's a client. Nobody's a customer. They're all partners of mine. And I actually learned that through NASCAR, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a little bit. But becoming a true partner for them and really finding that that product that really speaks to their campaign and seeing that aha moment from them. I mean, there's really nothing better when they're like, oh, that's so cool. What a great idea. This is how we're going to utilize this. And this is how it's going to go. And um, and, you know, really just helping them formulate that marketing calendar and that go-to-market strategy, um, being a true partner, not just being a trunk slammer and saying, here's a koozie, here's a pan, here's a cup. What do you want to buy? You know, I mean, yeah, I do have clients like that where, you know, I'll, I'll kick my feet up on their couch and say, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want from me? But, you know, most of the time it's when they sit, when they ask me, hey, can I get a link to your ESB site or to your search engine? No, you can't because- Here's the reasons, not third-party testing, not quality control, not somebody in my wheelhouse. Could be 5,000 quantity. You didn't see that. Um, but what? who's your demographic? Who are you trying to target? Um, what's your price point? What's your quantity? Really asking those, those questions to get 
a custom tailor-made presentation uh, through CommonSkew is who I use. Um, they're fantastic. Um, they and yeah, they're fantastic. <laughs> um, and and really just letting um, letting my client pick from a good, better, best as opposed to a million different options. So uh, really just, you know, kind of got started in it. Um, I, I uh, followed my boss like a little puppy dog to a company out of Chattanooga. Unfortunately, they weren't um, they weren't set up to handle the type of business and the speed that that I bring. Um, jumped over to another company, was with them for a couple months, the pandemic hit. So unfortunately, you know, we had to dissolve that relationship. Um, and I just kind of decided to start my own, my own thing, uh, which was uh, actually um, uh, was acquired about six months ago. But it's kind of an interesting story. Uh, one, the, one of the only uh, industries you were allowed to do during uh, the pandemic was construction. And I used to own a construction company. So you're on those calls about PPE and you're sitting there with the attorneys and the buyers and you're just on mute for three hours. So I'm like, I can do this and go do construction and get outside and work out and be in the sun and hang out with my friends and yada, yada, yada. Um, and one day I remember I was um, digging footers for a deck and I got a call from a client I'd been trying to get for four years. And she said, hey, our guy passed away do you want to do promo? And I didn't have an ASI number. I didn't have any platforms. I didn't know. I had no bank account. I had no company set up. And I said, okay, I'm going to figure this out. Yes. I I want to, yes. I want to take your business. Take that to that Monday. And I got a call from a a local radio station. I've been trying to to get their radio station, uh, a group company um, that has about five different uh, stations underneath them. Hey, I know you've been trying. Here's your opportunity. Okay, God, I'm listening. Uh, you don't have to tell me anymore. I'm going to start my own company. And it went really well. Unfortunately, I, unfortunately, fortunately, I scaled so quick that I had to be acquired. I, I needed warehousing. I needed kidding. I needed fulfillment. I needed back end support. I needed, a, Lord knows I needed accounting. So, um, you know, I, uh, I really just, I, I had to make the tough decision to sell my baby uh, and, uh, you know, it's, I mean, obviously there's pain points in the new, uh, transition, but those are being ironed out at, you know, as they come along and, uh, I couldn't be, couldn't be happier right now. Yeah. I mean, some of the, some of the, uh, clients that you're, that you're working with and things like that certainly would, would lend itself to growing fast and having to scale quickly. So I completely understand that for sure. So I, look, we could do a whole episode just on that introduction right there. There's so many follow-up questions that I, I have. Know. But- uh, Meg, I'm going to ask a question to you first. Right. What percentage of our industry, or at least the sales force, do you think started in bartending? <laughs> I know. Well, that's a big part of it. Yeah, that I, yeah. I think most of my adult life, I also bartended, and I, it's such yeah, good money. You well. have that personality, and you just talk to anybody, you meet anybody. So go ahead, Jack. Yeah. Was there anything else? I bartended in college for a little Thanks. bit. <laughs> there you go. Oh, if you could deal with a dr- with a drunk person, you could deal with with a tough promo client. I promise you that. I promise you that. <laughs> Um, so I don't know if you guys picked up on this, but he's not the first person to be hired by Jeff to get their start in this industry. I, I don't remember who else it was, but it was somebody on this on this podcast. And I'm like, wait a second. Yeah. No, Jeff. Very long time. Good guy. And Fantastic. That's, it's great that he was the one that inspired you to come into this industry. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's jump into the NASCAR. I really am so interested. So <laughs> when I was reaching out, looking for some, some topics and um your name had come across my screen a couple times and I, I could not nail down a topic, but I, I wanted to have you on so bad because everybody loves you, but like, where the hell did you come from? You just popped up <laughs> everyone's best friend. <laughs> 
and and you 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 really leverage these relationships to help grow your your personal brand, right? So whatever you're selling, people are buying. Tell us a little bit about that, and I, and I think it kind of will segue into the NASCAR. But tell us a little bit about that, and then and then how it segues sure. into NASCAR, and and then you're friends with my boy Morgan and Bailey. I'm just like you're like it's no big deal, and I'm like. Oh, you mean over uh, the, the 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 band? Yeah, those guys. Yeah, yeah. Zimmerman. Yeah, um, you know. <laughs> yeah, those guys. Yeah, sure. Um, so as you can tell, I'm pretty shy. So that you know, it really was a it really was hard for me to get a start in in any industry. Um, but you know, uh, I I guess I guess with with the NASCAR stuff, you know, I live about 45 minutes away from Talladega Super Speedway, which is one of the premier tracks in motorsports racing across the world. It's it is the fastest track. Uh, you can you can go wide open because the track is at 33 degree banking, so you really don't even turn. And I've been in one of the cars; you just ride around and go straight, yeah. and it takes you around. Um, so one of the cool things about NASCAR is it, it's a rolling country club. So every single place you go, you get to meet new people, you get new opportunities, and that's why a sponsor doesn't do one race. That's why they, uh, unless it's centric to them and they're a smaller company, obviously, like a like a HVAC company wouldn't you know, wouldn't do uh, Phoenix if they were here in Birmingham, Alabama, but they might spend $50,000 or $100,000 to put their logo on a car here locally uh, for Talladega. And in which case, you know, we formulate a, a, a you know, a go-to-market strategy based around, you know, what they, what they want to accomplish was, a, you know, is that an employee appreciation by taking the drivers to the, or I'm sorry, their employees to the racetrack or bringing a driver to their, to their facility uh, to do a meet and greet, um, uh, or is that we're introducing them to Home Depot or Lowe's or uh, or Ream, R-H-E-M, you know, some other companies where they can buy product at a discounted price because now they're in the country club. Now they're friends. Now they're friends. And that's the partnership. So really, you you when, when I when I say that we, I want to be a true partner, it really it really was born from the NASCAR model. You know, a lot of people think it's a logo on a car that's going around and around and around a track. That's the last thing. Nobody cares about that. It's people do, but they don't. Right. I mean, everybody likes to see their name in lights, but what, what it is, is those relationships that you're building on pit road. Um, for instance, we had a, um, a, 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 a food manufacturer or, uh, who would package food and beverage. So first time at the track, he's, a, he's an, uh, an Arab dude, never been to a NASCAR race, never been in a NASCAR environment, which, you know, there's money here, there's rednecks here, and then there's money all the way up here in the suites. But those rednecks right in the middle, I mean, they're, they're very prevalent. You, you know, um, they're, they're out there. And, and you get to bring your own beer and, uh, yeah, to and a NASCAR race. You don't have to buy it there. So you better believe that they're bringing cases and cases and cases of Natty Light. There you go. Did I not so, know that? I feel like I didn't know that. Have yeah, you ever so been it's the only sport. It's the only. It's sport been a long time, that. but yeah, I've been to Martinsville. Uh, yeah, I think I've been like one or two other places, but yeah, I've been to show. Charlotte. Yeah, okay. I went to the one in Virginia, and it's like a it's like a trade yeah, show right. outside of the actual racing. And if you oh, yeah. realize that, it's a like a freak show. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. So we're we're walking past a car and there was an energy drink. And uh, you know, we kind of looked at the guy, Mahmoud is his name, and I said, Mahmoud, you know, do you want an introduction? Absolutely. Right then and there, they made a deal to come see the factory and start possibly producing or packaging 
<coughs> excuse me, the tech world, we need some hand sanitizer. Um, we, uh, you know, going and, and packaging and having that conversation literally looked at us and said, how much do I need to spend? That's it right there. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. I mean, then we could go into the, you know, obviously the, the nuts and bolts of everything, but it's kind of a two-way street. And that's kind of, that's kind of how I like to look at it. <coughs> Excuse me. And so with being in marketing, I can suggest to my clients, like I have a, for, a forklift manufacturer I'm actually talking to right now. It was a Toyota. Our car next year is a Toyota. Would you like for us to put you on a car? We have a client who has artificial turf. Artificial turf is heavy. What do they need? They need forklifts. So you can be on their menu. They're a la carte for all your new dealers, dealer network. If you need a forklift, you're going to be calling this Toyota manufacturer. Then we go to Toyota and say, hey, Toyota, do you want to spend money with them as well? Sorry, I've been a little under the it's weather. Okay. I'm the same. <clears throat> but, um, you know, you take that and then now my client is going to the racetrack. So what do they need? They need bags and hats and shirts. So I'm selling them all that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Then going back to the logos on the cars, if I see somebody that I want to work with, I can walk up to the driver and say, who is the person who's in charge of that relationship? I can't walk into Bank of America and say, who's your marketing director? I want to meet them. But I certainly could go up to Ross Chastain and say, who is on this car? And who is that person? Oh, they're right over there. Do you want an introduction? Absolutely. I'm at the track every week. They see me. They get to know me. They know I'm their demographic because I am a race fan. And, um, you know, like Alsco. Alsco is a, a CentOS type brand. They are one of my best customers. During the pandemic, they bought $250,000 in hand sanitizer right before the pandemic happened because they saw it happening. So you kind of it's kind of a two-way street. You get to market and you get to be marketed. So it's really uh, a cool little world and a cool little niche. That's pretty I really awesome. like that. It's, there's always a different way of looking at things. That's a really great perspective. So have you, have you used that? So is the majority of your clientele then in the NASCAR um, either indirectly or directly, or do you branch out other, other Um No, I absolutely branch out. I mean, um, I really, and, and it's funny because I don't prospect much, uh, not near as much as I should. But um, I utilize social media a lot to, to do that prospecting for me. I put up posts um, of what my clients have ordered in the past or are or going to be ordering, obviously, with their permission. Um, but it really it really lends itself. And I do that on LinkedIn. I do that on uh, Insta and I do that on Facebook. And those are kind of, the, you know, my target markets. And people see those and they say, oh, well, that's pretty cool. That's a, a pretty cool Tumblr. You know, I want some of those. In fact, uh, I get in trouble for these all the time because the local reps who are, don't work for Tito's but work for the distributorship can't get these. And they're like, Nadav, uh, Jeff from the, you know, Innisfree Irish Pub saw that and said he wants some and I can't get them. So I'm like, well, sorry, but not sorry. I'm going to continue showing my stuff. <laughs> Love it. So, I, Meg, sort of what you were, I think I'm, I'm sort of following up on your question is that like, how, how have you sort of taken that NASCAR model that you're doing and, and bring, brought it into other, other industries or segments of, of your business since you have branched out? Yeah. So, so um, being a true partner, uh, I don't stop at the sale, right? So, let's, let's, let's take Forever Lawn, uh, the, 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 the uh, turf company. 
they were a sponsor of my driver, Jeffrey Earnhardt, um, who was the third, uh, fourth generation Earnhardt. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm, no, I'm sure you know the name. If you know nothing else about NASCAR, you know you who know Dale, Dale Earnhardt Sr. was. Yeah. The black number three, the whole nine yards. That's so, pretty much when I stopped watching NASCAR was when Dale right, died. There you go. Oh, yeah. um, so, so when, uh, so when, uh, so now they're, they're actually a client of mine. We're building out an e-commerce site for them. But it, like I said, it doesn't stop there. They're about to have a, a, new, uh, a new dealer open up here in the Birmingham market. So guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to introduce them to the mayor. I'm going to introduce them to the Jefferson County uh, Board of Education. I'm going to introduce them to all the coaches I know who have any uh, impact on sports fields or anything like that. Um, I'm going to introduce them to the local mayor here where I live in Gardendale. They just did, unfortunately, they just did, they just redid some of these fields and some of these parks with turf. So I'm a little bit, I was a little bit behind, um, you know, but, but that opportunity is there. And it does, like I said, it doesn't stop at the sale. Being a true partner, going after what your clients, you know, really shows them that you care. But it also says, hey, if they're selling more, they're also going to be buying more. So you got to realize that it's a two way street. And if you can help them in any way, and I know that a lot of people don't have the um, don't have the uh, the bandwidth or whatever, but because it's my world, it's so easy for me. I'm in it already, so why not go that extra two seconds and say, "Hey, uh, I see you got plans for uh, construction over here. Are you going to be utilizing astroturf or or some sort of turf, or are you going with grass?" So it's just an easy conversation. It's just one more step. I really, I love all this. And I think that's what we've always harped on is relationships. This is a relationship mm-hmm. industry. Well, we're talking, Absolutely. you know, distributor, supplier, whatever, then distributor and user, we're still leveraging our relationships. And you've taken what we're doing here and taken it outside the industry because you're a distributor and you're dealing with end users. And it's all coming full circle. You're like, I'm not selling turf, but I know a guy who might need right. it. And then those right. guys are going to come back because I've made this introduction. I've made them this sale. They're going to come back to me for their promo. I love it. I love yep. seeing it being utilized in a real life case study for the end user. I love it. And, right. and, 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 and on the same, on, like for you uh, as and Jeff, as a distributor, I mean, I was, I'm sorry, as a supplier, it's the same way. I yeah. utilize the ones who come to see me. I mean, I've got a great relationship with like my, my local reps. I mean, Keith Lofton texted me the other day saying, Hey, I've got some screen print capabilities open. Uh, absolutely. I'm going to try to see if I can help you out. So what did I do? I went to the rest of the team and I said, if anybody needs 7,500 shirts printed by the end of the week, Keith Lofton can handle it. <laughs> and, and, you know, they go to bat for you and you go to bat for them. And, and that's, what's so wonderful about our industry. And if, when you get to that, when you like, I don't know, I just thought of like a Mario game. When you unlock that next level, when you get to go to these EMEs, when you get to go to these power meetings, when you get to go to these trade shows, um, you know, I don't, I don't need to go to our local trade show. I don't have to. I know what products that those guys come to me, you know, they go, I take them on end user meetings all the time, but you know what? They're taking their time out of their day. They're spending a lot of money. They're away from their kids. They're away from their wives. And they're here at this trade show. I've seen all this product, but I'm still going to go because I support you because you support me. And like you said, relationships, relationships, relationships. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Did I meet my hey, Dad, do you, 
Quinn. <laughs> do, do you attend like the uh, the regional trade shows? I think if you're in Alabama, it would be SPPA, right? SPPA, correct, yeah. yeah. So, and, and in fact, um, you know, I've, I've got a lot of stuff top of mind right now because I just had this conversation with the young lady who I'm looking to uh, to bring on board. Um, we just uh, on board, we're onboarding about four e-com sites right now, which is just insane. Two of them are local and it just so happened that they kind of pulled the trigger a week and a half, two weeks before our SPPA show. So instead of the six month process of me bringing one vendor at a time and bringing lunch and picking product, they got to go see everything and just, just opened up the world. I mean, Sanmar got lucky as hell because no offense, Meg, sorry, because Drew, because Drew, Drew Greer was there and he would like, I, I think that was the only person who was at that show. And I mean, he just nailed it. I mean, every single item, they're like this, 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 and this. And so, you know, when you're there, when you put yourself in that position, I don't believe in luck. I believe that you work hard enough to put yourself in positions where doors open. And if you choose to walk through those doors and yep. there you go. So yep. right place, right time. It all, it happens like that all the time. You know, I used to say, Oh, it's just, it, it just perfect timing, blah, blah, blah. No, no, because you put yourself in that position. Now you're top of mind and you're putting yourself in. So, I mean, I just literally, I'm, I'm still, I'm still uploading uh, virtuals because we, you know, we're getting, we're putting a whole slew of items on their new e-com site. So you had mentioned, I think, doing construction when the pandemic hit or something along those lines. So maybe that's, I'm, I'm still here trying to piece it together and figure out why I haven't met you before because I've done the SPPA show. But I think the, the one time that I did it, because I, I just took on the Southeast Territory for Headwear in 20, the beginning of 2020. So I did the SPPA winter show that year. Uh, so that's probably why I've never was met you. Was that down at the beach? No, it was in Birmingham. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. I know there's yeah, one down at the beach. So. Yeah. So, but yeah, man, I'll have to, I'll have to definitely meet up with you at some point, but there you go. Um, so what's, what's one sort of nugget that you would give to folks uh, that are looking to potentially leverage some partnerships? I mean, where does somebody start that's not really doing it? Well, honestly, I would start with our vendors. I mean, that's the most, most important. Uh, you know, wh- when you have a solid relationship with them, you can, you can really have another, another round of ammunition in your arsenal. Um, I can call Meg and say, Meg, I need a sample and I need it overnight. She could probably get something done because I have that relationship with her. Um, could you do a pre-production sample? Now we don't normally do that. We usually charge a hundred bucks, whatever. But now I can go to those big boys like the regions banks and the banks of America and say, Hey, I may be one person on my common skew with amplify marketing, but I can get a lot of stuff done, you know? I can get things done that a lot of other people can't do. So utilize me for your quick turn, for your super custom. Then you're in the door. Now let me do your koozie. Now let me do your pins. Now let me do your t-shirts. Let me do the simple stuff. I've already showed you I can do the heavy lifting and I can create a rabbit to pull a hat out of, you know, or whatever. Um, so, so when you, when you, right there, you actually, that's, that's, I meant to say it that way because we've been saying it that way for a while now, but, but the, but, um, cause you know, we don't even have rabbits or hats or anything. And some of these people expect us to turn stuff. And, you know, I never say no to a client. I always say, here are three options. Never go to them and say, no, always. We can't do that, but we can do this, this, and this. So being able to have the, those kind of, those kind of, um, ammunition in your arsenal for better lack of a term 
really can help you get some of these accounts that you really want to go after, but you might not be in the best position for it at the time. That's maybe been a failure point of my own, even as a supplier rep. Like, you know, we, like you said, you do the heavy lifting for somebody, you get that opportunity because nobody else can do it and you smash it out of the park. But then it's, it's that follow-up or that, that ask afterwards to get the other stuff, the easy stuff, the day-to-day stuff. Cause you know, if you're, if you're not doing that, then you're just always going to be doing the hard stuff, you know, getting people out of, uh, out of tight spots. Yeah. And so. I've, I, I, I've, I've had clients, uh, clients or partners come to me and I'm, I'm, uh, you know, you no, know, I can't because I've asked you for opportunities and you know, you're, you're you want me to print this quick banner for you, get it done in, in three hours. And this is the third time. And I just saw that you had a huge campaign and I didn't have a single line of sight to that. So I love you, but I'm going to be selfish and it's okay to be selfish. I've learned that through actually my Tito's where my Tito's point of contact, he and I are very similar here when he was in Birmingham um, where we're on a lot of nonprofit boards and people, once you give one donation, they come back and ask you for more and more and more selfishly. They're asking you, so you need to be selfish back and say, no, you can't. I don't have the bandwidth. Yeah. I don't have the finances. There's no ROI here for me. Be honest with them and just tell them, you know, I've, I've told, I've told clients, uh, people before, uh, you know, when they come, they come to me asking, I work with people who work with me. If you want me to go to bat for you and get this done and donate money to this golf tournament, I want all your spend at that golf tournament. Love it. Is that cool? Is that fair? I mean, yeah, you know, scratch my back, I scratch yours. There you go. Steven, Meg, what other questions do you guys have? No, I, I, uh, there's lots of great points, uh, throughout. And I think it's, it's, um, we are in a very interesting industry where we get to meet a lot of great people and great businesses. And I would say very few companies are, you know, only in one industry, right? Or only one place. So you end up knowing and building a, a network that is incredible. And, and to mention that our referrals are probably our best form of a relationship building is, is spot on. I mean, I think it's a, a tool that's underutilized by a lot of folks, whether it be, you know, heck, maybe this isn't a project that's in our world our wheelhouse for whatever reason that may be. And I know someone whose it is, you know, or, um, you know, for whatever reason that may be, or we've got people all the time, the same situation, asking for sponsorships or asking for help with things. Maybe we do, and maybe we didn't do that as a trade, you know, or something to get ourselves in there and then say, Hey, in addition to a trade, can you introduce us to some people like that's worth it to us. Right. So it's just that networking and building of relationships, which, you know, as uh, Nadav mentioned, like it makes your customers incredibly sticky, uh, makes them, you know, think of you. And we're always in this, this age of trying to find another touch point. How awesome would it be if you, your touch point was to help them? You know, it's like, that's, you can't beat that. You know, it's, it's like, they'll, they'll remember that forever. So it's great. Yeah. All right. So Nadav, my question to you, since it's so recent and so relevant, who is doing all of the market? Cause this needs to be an entire campaign behind Ross Chastain and the ride, the, the wall ride that he just did. Uh, at, I think it was Martinsville, right? Uh, Hashtag wall rider. Who, who's, who's doing the campaign behind that? Cause I'm telling you, there's billions to be made with that thing, man. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to have to get in touch with them. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll be honest. He, uh, whoever does, he, he was, he's the watermelon guy. So when he wins a race, he smashes a watermelon on the ground. 
Carl Edwards used to have his backflip. So, you know, he, he whoever's doing it, they they know that they have a marketing goldmine. Um, I actually saw one that was really interesting um, uh, from the NIL last week, and this blew me away. So uh, a couple of uh, games year, last year, Tennessee played Ole Miss. Ole Miss kept faking injuries, and the fans took French's mustard and were throwing it on the field at Lane Kiffin. <laughs> so this year, uh, Hendon Hooker, who's the starting quarterback for Tennessee, signed an NIL deal with French's mustard, and they made him custom shoes, and they are so sick. I mean, I looked at that, and I'm like, that is marketing genius gold, gold. I mean, gold, Jerry, gold. So, I mean, it's, it's just, you know, when you see something like that, you, it just gives you those warm tingles and you're like, but then you've got to, you've got to start running faster and harder than everybody else. Like you said, Jeff, if somebody isn't thinking about utilizing that as a campaign, then, then that's my opportunity. I should call Ross Chastain's people and say, Hey, guess what? I've got wall rider and this is, you know, something I came up with right now. We got an RFP from a, um, a brand that uh, is very dear to me, uh, but um, uh, for custom items. And so, you know, what we're doing right now, I literally got off the phone with, with my guy over in China and I'm like, what do you see in the market that hasn't showed up yet, but is relevant for them, right? Be, be, be smart enough to know that you're dumb. Be smart enough to know that you have to ask other people the right questions. So we came up with some stuff internally with our, our team. We have an ad agency out of Atlanta, Atomic Wash, which is phenomenal um, and super creative. So, and uh, Holly Kirkner is, is new to our team too. She's an industry rock star as well. Uh, more, a little bit behind the scenes uh, than, than front facing, but she came up with some solid uh, items. I came up with some solid items. You really just got to do your research and research means having that relationship with, with the client. I have all their Instagram pages, all the sales reps that I sell to. As soon as I see Tito's uh, sends me a, you know, a, a new sales rep to do a project for, I follow them on Instagram. I want to know what they're doing, when they're doing it, why they're doing it. Oh, there's my product. How's that being utilized? Well, that's cool. Um, for instance, Tito's does a, a fantastic uh, a project called Block to Block where they go city by city and fix urban gardens. So what do they need when they do that? They need a tumbler for water. They need some gardening gloves and they need a, a, a gardening trowel, a shovel. So I showed them that and they loved the gloves. They loved the shovel. So guess what? I get an email. This is part of our big buy now. Can you uh, can you put pricing together in case we order 500,000? You know, and so, you know, you really have to do your research and go that extra mile, go that extra step. And I mean, how many times, how much can you get done in a three minute period during a commercial break, uh, during the, you know, a football game, just go on there and just scroll for a few minutes and see what they're doing. <coughs> Excuse me. And take a, take a screenshot of it and make a note of it for Monday morning. This is what I need to research. This is what I need to do. So that's kind of how to do it. And I mean, honestly, I utilize Instagram for, for NASCAR sponsorships as well. When I sell, a sponsorship to a, to a, uh, for my driver, for Jeffrey, I go in and I see a brand that would align with him has, you know, 10,000 plus followers, but it's something that we could really help. Uh, for instance, like a, like a, 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 a sauce company. We have one that we're talking to right now. They're in Walmarts and stuff like that, but you know what? 
They're also not in all these smaller grocery stores and we've got access to those associated grocers. Um, so we can go in with them and, and show them, you know, Hey, if you don't have this product, have this product for the Walmarts of the world, we can run activations. We can have contests. If you sell, whoever sells the most pallets, Jeffrey Earnhardt's going to come and he's going to sign autographs for three hours, which is going to bring business into the Walmart and your employees are going to get uh, a pat on the back and get to meet Jeffrey, uh, get to sit in the show car, get to hear a show car start up and, you know, be like at their, at, like at a race, but they're not, or maybe even go to a race, you know? Um, so you can really help them maximize their ROI on anything that they do just by running contests and doing activations and then we could do cooking expos. I mean, I don't know if you see behind me, but right here, I've got some <laughs> knives. I got some awesome knives from our sponsors over at Dow Strong. They sent me four of those knives. I had a Friendsgiving with like 60 people over this I weekend. One of them is the head chef for Cisco, Alabama. Nadal, this knife, if you get this and I, I go in front, I do a, 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 a cooking uh, or a tasting table where she has new restaurants or restaurants who are revamping their menus. I'm going to use those knives. Well, guess what? If they see those knives, man, those are some awesome looking knives. Where can I get some? So you really got to know the brand, be the brand, live the brand, eat the brand, sleep the brand, cut with the brand. I mean, you know, you really just, I, I mean, my hashtags promo never sleeps. I mean, I am immersed in this world. Love it. I, I, I can tell you right now, Chastain for a sponsorship opportunity needs to reach out to Nintendo. <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah. they asked him in the interview afterwards, like, how, how did you come up with that? He's like, Yeah, I used to play a lot of NASCAR 2005 on the Nintendo GameCube, man. That, and that's exactly <laughs> how he did it. I mean, it's the, the, just the wherewithal for him to think that, you know, just yeah. if I just press go, it just, just full, full send. We call it yep. full send. It's <laughs> insane. So, well, Nadav, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. Uh, Steve and Meg, I don't know if you guys have any follow-up questions or anything else you want to add, but uh, it's been awesome. It's been a great one. Well, I appreciate y'all having me. Yeah, it's been great. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you've uh, you've really just um, – we love – you're very passionate. I love that because people say that about me, and I, I get seeing somebody else that's equally as passionate. I love that. I think you're you're here long-term, and I see why now that you are some, everyone's best friend in the industry and – People have nothing but good things to say about you. So we're very honored that you came on our podcast today. Well, I'm honored to be here. Very honored uh, to be here. Well, love y'all show. So love y'all uh, show. Thank you so That's much. Awesome, man. Well, thank you. Absolutely. Well, yeah. Again, this one was brought to you by our good friends over at TechWeld. When you're thinking about promotional items, stellar customer service, made in the USA products and business solutions, you got to think TechWeld. They're an award-winning promotional product supplier, having received the Distributor Choice Award in the sunglass category, which I could use right now, uh, and the Sagney Supplier of the Year Award. Check them out at TechWeld.com and find the customer service you deserve and the products you need. Think TechWeld. Uh, look, like I said, I mentioned sunglasses. So they were the winner of that distributor choice award in that category. TechWeld won uh, in 2000, uh, 2021. And uh, ultimately they've got a lot of different, uh, a lot of different SKUs that are FDA approved and they offer UVA and UVB protection. Um, and then they, they, they also do a lot of kits. Uh, so they've got this whole come kit around with us initiative to push kits. They've got eight different stock packaging uh, for their kits. They've got an EVA bag, the PVC tent pouch, the PVC tube, the organza bag, the pillow pouch, the BTL 202 30 ounce tumbler and a retro lunchbox, which is my favorite. Uh, not many players in the industry are focusing too heavily on kits, which allows them to hone in on the market for these products and expand upon their already vast line. So look, just remember to think tech weld. 
uh, when you're, when you're uh, considering your promotional product needs. They're a leading supplier of promotional products with a huge inventory of made in the USA uh, items available to help distributors grow the bottom line today. Visit techweld.com and check out their drinkware, sanitizer, kit options, and much more. Tell them the industry insider sent you. Tell them Nadav gave him a huge thumbs up. And uh, until next time, guys, we'll see you. Take care. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Promo Corner's Industry Insider. For more great content from industry thought leaders, including podcasts, blogs, and videos, visit promocorner.com.